Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Short Stuff. I'm Josh, there's Chuck, there's Jerry. And like I said, this is Short Stuff. So let's get to it about James K. Polk. That's let's right. Let's get to it. <laughs> James K. Polk, uh, 11th president of the United States, former governor of Tennessee, mm-hmm. former speaker of the House and House representative of the state of Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, former member of the Senate, or was he? He clerked for the Senate. He did clerk for the Senate. That's really he, where he got his start, which is pretty impressive because he was still in law school, I think. But he made such a name for himself that they basically said, "Come on, as our as the the Tennessee State Senate mascot, buddy, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna raise you up from there." Yeah. So Polk uh, was born in North Carolina, although he, um, you know, I think people in Tennessee have a lot of uh, respect and reverence for him. But he was born in North Carolina, or North Kakalaki, as we call it. <laughs> And when he was 10, they moved to Tennessee, uh, what this article calls the Tennessee frontier. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was at the time. Sure. Why not? If you were a white European settler, I sure. Guess so. Yeah. Uh, and his dad, uh, Sammy Polk, Samuel Polk. His pa, Chuck, we're talking Tennessee. Oh, uh, that's right. His pa. Uh-huh. He built a two-story house in 1816 in Columbia. And that's where James lived for a while as a young adult. And... It now serves as the James K. Polk uh, Museum, Home and Museum. Presidential Museum. Yeah, so that's like just a bit of the background of this uh, interesting story about the fact that James Polk has been exhumed and moved a couple of times since his death. Yes, this this short stuff just got interesting. Even though this article, I don't, I'm sure you noticed, did not say anything about his death or where he was buried. There's clearly a paragraph or two missing. I think so. I went back and I was like, is there? Is it <laughs> under this this ad? Like, what's going on here? I did the same thing. Um, but nope, it's not there. So, so basically, James Polk he became the 11th president of the United States after John Tyler, um, who was the first president not elected, I believe. To become president, he succeeded William Henry Harrison, who died after a month. You know that famous Simpsons song, there's William Henry Harrison, I died in 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that that's what happened, and John Tyler succeeded him. Well, um, James Polk soundly beat uh, Taylor, Tyler, um, and he beat him basically saying, like, look, I've got some campaign promises mm-hmm. I'm going to handle. I'm going to take care of these things in one term, and then I'm going to go. And I'm young, and I've, and no one's ever elected a president this young. No, I think he was 49 when he was elected or something like that. So at the yeah. time, he was definitely the youngest. For sure. Although you'd think in, like, the 1840s or 1850s, that was, like, old school, but I, I guess not. But he was elected, and he did what he said he was going to do. He um, established the uh, Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. He um, oversaw the very first U.S. postal stamp created. Yeah, he's like, you know what we need? Stamps. Right. And everyone's like, what's that? And he's like, just (laughs) watch everybody. Yeah. Um, And then he uh, signed into law the Smithsonian, which makes me a big fan of him. Sure. He also did something pretty big. Uh, He established the independent treasury system which was the predecessor, Chuck, to the Federal Reserve. Yeah, huge. And at the time, you might think, well, Federal Reserve, you know, boo or yay or whatever, however you feel about it. <laughs> it was very much needed at the time because back then, state-owned or private banks would routinely just not 
trade you gold and silver for the paper that you came to, to trade back in. They yeah. would say, we don't have it, sorry. And this would cause panics over and over again. So they set up a bank to the banks, the independent treasury system. And that was a big one that he did because it, it took a lot of political clout to overwhelm the, the state's interests at the time who were who were run by these, these influential bankers who didn't want a federal system above them. So those were some big ones. He also started the Mexican-American War, which is definitely a mark against him. That's right. But uh, through all, I mean, he got a lot, a lot happened in those four years. Mm-hmm. And like you said, true to his word, he said, four years, I'm out. And uh, went back to Tennessee. And then I think let's take a break now. And then we'll talk about how he died and started bouncing around after that. Polk uh, died of what they think now is cholera. Um, he got sick. Uh, they kind of denied it was cholera, but he was surrounded by people with cholera. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, you don't have cholera. And he was like, I'm pretty sure I have cholera because everyone around me has cholera. And they said, no, it's not cholera. Not you, James. But I think he died. of That's kind of widely uh, – believed to be his cause of death today. Well, the first place he was interred was the Nashville City Cemetery with the cholera victims. Yeah, it was a legal thing. Uh, it wasn't called the Nashville City Cemetery back then, but the the way I saw it, it was basically like if you died from infectious disease, uh, infectious disease, you had to be buried there. Yeah, as close to the groundwater as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's the first place that he's buried. We need like a ding or something here because he's been interred one time. I think Jerry could manage a ding. Let's let's hope, Jerry. <laughs> so um, he's he's buried there in the, again the Nashville City Cemetery like a common cholera victim. And somebody said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is no place for a beloved president um, to to be buried. We need to we need to show some respect and also more closely follow the um, the, will. the wishes of his <laughs> yeah. will. Yeah, he, because he said that he wanted to be uh, buried at Polk Place." which was his mansion where he and his wife lived. Um, and they they moved him there. They actually built him like a pretty sweet little memorial on the front in the front yard. You can see drawings of it. And it's yeah. like, there's the house, there's the memorial, like right there in this little front yard. It was pretty cute. Yeah, and his wife, Sarah. Um, Thank you. Uh, for? For remembering her name. Oh, okay. I, I was, like, frantically searching for it and couldn't find it. Yeah, his wife, Sarah, I guess, you know, she was like, well, let me just live for another, I don't know, 42 years. <laughs> I read that, and I was like, is that a misprint? No. It what, could it be it? in this article, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. According to this article, he never died. <laughs> He's right behind you. <laughs> so, he, uh, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, she lived another 42 years, uh, which is outstanding great great long life <laughs> and once she finally died there was uh, a bit of an argument over uh, the ownership of Polk Place and kind of like where they should be ultimately in their 
whatever what they thought was their final resting place, but what everyone else is like. But where should their real final resting place be? Right. Well, I think they they would technically be there, but he, in his will, had had left the stipulation that the state of Tennessee could take Polk Place and and own it, as long as a Polk would be allowed to live there forever. Right. And um, Tennessee include... said that's an imperpetuity, which is illegal. So this clause, this part of your will is null and void, which Man. left it open to his heirs to do w- what they wished with this place, um, which was turn around and sell it to a developer. Because he didn't have any children. Um, these were all relatives who, who didn't give a spit about uh, what <laughs> happened to this to his beloved home. Yeah, I can't believe that was sold by developers in 1900 and they mm-hmm. demolished it. They demolished it. And this was like this they were Tennessee was thinking of turning this into the governor's mansion and preserving this and yeah. they said nope, get rid of it. So they actually disinterred him. So the state of Tennessee disinterred uh, he and Sarah and moved their remains to the state capitol. And you'd think okay, that would be the end of the story. The guy's been buried two Two times now. Mm-hmm. No, one, two, three times. He's been buried three times. Let him rest in peace, right? But it's not. Oh, wait, buried? Buried. And then, was it three times? Yeah, he was buried in the city oh, cemetery. Oh, moved twice. Buried, yeah, right. I know, it kind of confounded sure. me, too. It's like trying to understand <laughs> economics. Yeah, that's the old saying. Uh, buried, oh, never mind. Buried thrice, <laughs> but moved only twice. <laughs> that's it. Okay. So, they, like you said, they moved into the capital, and... Uh, you know, a place of great reverence and respect where people can uh, can go see, although he is sort of in the shadow of these two. He doesn't have the kind of monuments that uh, Jackson and Johnson have. No, and that's why there are some people in the um, Tennessee state government, specifically a guy named, um, oh, what's that, the state senator? Joey name? Hensley. Joey Hensley. Uh, which is, number one, not a senator's name, if you ask me. And number two, not a Tennessee senator's name, but there you have it. Joey Hensley, eh? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, he, I, I could see him on, like, Jersey Shore or something like that. He's, like, bright orange, and his hair stands <laughs> up like a mile high. Anyway, Senator Joey Hensley is like, look, man, I, uh, I, I, I have been up here for 14 years mm-hmm. working in the, in the Tennessee legislature. And I can tell you, James Polk is not getting his reverence. Yeah. People don't know he's buried there. They barely mention him on the tour. He's literally in the shadows of um, Jackson and, and Johnson statues, like you said. We got to do something better. Let's move this guy to his presidential library at his father's house in Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah, this is a couple of years ago in 2017, and uh, a lot of hoops have to be jumped through to move a dead president's body, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Right. Um, it did pass the state Senate in March uh, 2017. Which was just, you know, like kind of like the first stop to getting this done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the governor has to approve it. The House has to approve it. Uh, a local judge. And then most importantly, in this case, the Tennessee Historical Commission has to approve it. Um, and that's the one that said, mm, no, I don't think you should do that. Yeah. And his his um, family uh, uh is kind of divided about it. Some people yeah. are like, yeah, of course, this would be a great place for him. It's his presidential library. And other people are like, who? <laughs> right. But then, I and I didn't understand why anybody would be opposed to moving him if he's not getting his due in the Capitol. 
But the the opposition's position seems to be that he wanted to be buried at Polk Place in Nashville. Oh, uh, so at and least Polk it's closer Place to that. Right. Polk Place isn't around anymore, so he's still buried in Nashville and at the Capitol. Yeah, I get that. So um, I saw also in 2018 the issue was brought back up again, and it got voted down by one vote by the state Senate this time. So he's not going anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Uh, so, you know, if you're ever in Nashville— Go uh, eat some hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Maybe go cut a record at uh, Jack White's little recording booth. Don't forget to pick up a Moldorama while you're there. Pick up a Moldorama and go, uh, if you want to, pay your respects to James Polk. Short stuff. Out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 